Welcome to McCullough Christian Center's broadcast today. If you would like more information about our church, please visit our website at www.purposemcc.com. Now I want you to take your Bible and turn with me please to the book of Matthew chapter 26. We're going to start there. Thank you, worship team. Man, was that good or what? Wow. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 26. And when you get Matthew chapter 26, we're going to begin with verse 14. Put your finger there, and I want you to go down to John chapter 6 and look at verse 70. John chapter 6 and verse 70. I told you a couple weeks ago that I was going to talk to you uh, some about uh, Judas. And <clears throat> there's a lot to say in a lot of different directions that we could go, but I want to uh, try to maintain my composure this morning and uh, give you, I think, some word that God uh, would have us to know today on the subject of Judas Iscariot. Uh, and I want to talk to you this morning about the what-nots, uh, what not to do. Uh, Judas is the prime example or picture of what not to do. But yet, <clears throat> as bad as Judas was, there's still many times that, that people follow some of the same examples that Judas set. And so I want to I share with you this morning of what not to do what you don't need to do. And, and if you will, if I can bring it out like Holy Spirit has placed it within me, I think that, that there will be some, including myself, will recognize that I am guilty of doing that very thing. But not only do I want to talk about the, the negatives, I want to tell you uh, just a little bit about some positive things about Judah, Judas. All right? So you got Matthew 26, verse 14, say amen. amen. You got John chapter 6 and verse 70, say amen. amen. All right. John chapter 6 and verse 70, I'm going to get that one first. Jesus answered them and said, Have I not chosen you twelve, and one of you is the devil? He spake of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. Now Matthew 26, beginning with verse 14, Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priest, and said unto them, What will you give me 
and I will deliver him unto you. And they covenanted with him for 30 pieces of silver. And from that time, he sought opportunity to betray him. Thank you, Father, for your word. Lord, let it go forth with power. Let it find the mark where you want it to go. And we thank you for the fruit that it will bear. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for standing. <clears throat> One of the things that my dad always shared with me and always spoke to me, especially when I began to, uh, to walk in ministry and began to uh, accept the calling that God had given me. Uh, my dad always told me, he said, son, always make sure that you keep your spirit sweet. He said, because there are going to be things and there are going to be people that are going to do things, they're going to say things about you, they're going to falsely accuse you, they're going to they're going to attack your family. They're going to do all kinds of things. He said, but son, don't ever let your spirit become bitter. Always make sure that you keep a sweet spirit about you. And that's something that, that has redeemed me from many, many battles. When I would get in the heat of battle, and I would be on the verge of losing it. Somebody said, Pastor? When I would be on the verge of losing it, those words always come back to me. Keep your spirit sweet. Unfortunately, they, they have come back to me after I have lost it. And it's convicted me of my loss. But keep your spirit sweet. Because there are going to be things that are going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. There are going to be battles that, that are going to come. People are going to come. And they're going to do things, some intentional and some unintentional. But they're going to do things. But, but the... The responsibility that you and I have as Christians is to make sure that we're following the heart of God. Now Judas is known as the one that betrayed the Son of God. Judas is known as the one that, that uh, handed Jesus over to those who would destroy him. And take him to the cross. We read in John chapter 6 and verse 70. That the Bible says that Jesus. Chose 12 men. 12 disciples. And he said I chose 12 and one of you. Is the devil. And we know that he spake of, of Judas Iscariot. For it was him that would betray the son of God. But I want you to notice something there. 
that Jesus chose Judas. Judas didn't just happen up, but Jesus chose Judas. I want you to put a, 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 a pin right there because we're going to come back to that later on. Jesus knew that there was a devil among him, among his group. He knew that there, were, there was one in that group that didn't have the right spirit. But here's where I want to go with this this morning. In Matthew 26 and verse 14, we read the story of Jesus, that one of the twelve, Judas, uh, had gone to the chief priest and said, What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. So Judas, from the time that he was chosen, Jesus said, I know your intentions. I know what's in your heart. But Judas followed Jesus for a little over three years. And during the time that he followed Jesus, he was subjected to the spirit, the power, and the anointing, the word of the Son of God, the actions of the Son of God. He was subjected to the authority of Jesus, and, and he was subjected to the miracles. He was there when Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth he was there he was there when he heard Jesus speak to Mary and Martha and say I am the resurrection and the life Judas was there he was a, if if Jesus had had COVID-19 Judas would have had COVID-19 Best example I could come up to let you know he had been he had been subjected or he had been what's the word exposed that's it he had been exposed in every aspect in every way Judas had been exposed to Jesus but yet, in that period of time, though he had heard the words of Jesus, though he had seen the miracles performed at the hands of Jesus, though he had heard Jesus say, I am the vine, you are the branch. If you abide in me and I in you, you will ask and it will be done. You will bring forth fruit and much fruit. Judas was there when Jesus opened the eyes of blind Bartimaeus. Jesus, or Judas, was there when Jesus stopped the, the uh, funeral possession uh, for the widow's son of Nain and raised her son up right in the middle of the funeral possession. Judas was there. 
Judas was one that, that could say, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt and the bumper sticker. Because he had been there. He had seen all of it. He had heard all of it. But the sad thing about Judas is this. All he heard, all he seen, all he witnessed never changed his character. See, and that's what I want to talk to you about this morning. And I know this is kind of a weird message, but I've had this message. And I was going to preach it last week, but God said I want them to hear about what Patrick's got to say. And I didn't want to preach it today. But God said, I want you to speak that word because there is, there is somebody that needs to hear about Judas. You see, the thing about Judas is this. He was with Jesus. He followed Jesus. He was around Jesus. He knew about Jesus. He heard about uh, that he heard the times that Jesus said, I am, I am life, I am the door, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He heard all of that. But yet, it didn't change him. So what I want to do this morning is, is I want to, real quickly, I want to give you about six things about Judas that, that, will, that will perhaps cause you to question yourself and question where you are Judas the Bible says carried the the money he was the treasurer for the ministry of Christ so he was always concerned about the dollar figure he was always concerned about what was in the bag. He wasn't concerned about what the bag could do for the poor. But he was concerned about what the bag could do for him. Because he was always taking money out of the treasury. The Bible says in John chapter 12, beginning with verse 1, that there was a time that was six days before the Passover, six days before the crucifixion of Jesus, six days before the Passover, uh, that Jesus came to Bethany, John chapter 12 and verse 1, where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. So Jesus came back to the house of Lazarus and Mary and Martha uh, for a visit. Verse 2, And there they made him a supper, and Martha served. But Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Now I want you to notice this, this, this story. Judas had opportunity.
So Jesus, I want, and let me put this in, Jesus came for the cross. He came for the cross. He would have gone to the cross if Judas had not been in the picture. And, and the, but the grace, oh my goodness, the grace and mercy of heaven The grace and mercy of God, Brother Patrick, is this. That Jesus knew Judas was a devil, but not one time will you find anywhere in Scripture where Jesus went to Peter and said, Peter, just want to give you a heads up, son. Hold on to your wallet when you're around Judas. If you give him $10 and he spends five, make sure that you get your change back because he is a thief. Not one time did Jesus ever go to John and say, John, I just want to share something with you. I ain't going to call no names, but he's the one that is keeping up with the money. And I just want you, John, to be careful that you don't make any unwise decisions when he's around because he's a thief. Isn't it amazing how sometimes we kill people's character before they ever have an opportunity to prove otherwise? That wasn't, uh, that wasn't in my notes, but I just wanted to share that with you. But what I'm saying is that not one time Jesus knew he was a devil. Man, I want to tell you something. If, if, if you're serving with me and I know you got a devil, I know you got a demon, Gonna be sitting at the table eating with you. <laughs> if I know you got a devil, I'm gonna stay around you just long enough to say go. <laughs> but we see an example that Jesus set. That we need to take some lessons on. Because Jesus knew he was a devil, but he never criticized, he never ridiculed, he never downed him or anything like that. The, Jesus just simply did with him like he did with all the rest of his disciples. What an amazing picture of the grace and mercy of God. The reality is that Jesus knew me. He knew me because the Bible says that while I was yet a sinner, he died for me. Yeah. 
But here they are, sitting at the table with Lazarus, Mary, and Martha. Lazarus, who was raised from the dead. Lazarus, who came out of the tomb, that Jesus said two things, and I've, I've talked about this before, two things that people had to do that Jesus did not do with Lazarus. He said, move the stone and loose him from his grave clothes. Judas was there. I'm really preaching this side. I'm going to come over here and preach this side. Judas was there when Lazarus was raised from the dead. And now Judas is sitting at the table with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Opportunity. Opportunity to change. Opportunity to see and to understand that where the, the path that I'm on, I need to stop and turn around because this is reality. This I'm seeing this. I'm hearing it. I'm talking to this man, and I know that he was in the tomb, and I know that he had been dead for four days, and I know that Jesus spoke the word and told him to come out, and I saw him come out. I saw them take the grave clothes off, and I know who this is that I'm sitting at the table with but yet Judas sat there and never turned never made the decision to change his ways and here comes something else the Bible says that as they were sitting at the table that Mary took a pound of ointment of spikenard very costly and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Get this picture, guys. Get this picture. Everybody around the table, and perhaps everybody in that room, are, are lovers of Jesus. They, they know him, they love him, and here comes Mary. Oh, little Mary. The one that chose the good part. Mary uh, uh, takes this ointment out and breaks it open. And, and she don't get a bath cloth or something and dab it on and, and touch the feet of Jesus. The Bible says she put the oil uh, uh, on the feet of Jesus and began to wipe uh, his feet with her hair. And, and the Bible says that as she began to do that, that the odor of the spikenard filled the entire room in the house. What, what worship, what worship, opportunity in the middle of worship. You would think, man, if I was there, I would follow my face before God and repent of my sin and say, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. But Judas sat there and never, never made a change the bible says that the house was filled with the odor of the ointment in verse 4 then said one of his disciples judas iscariot simon's son which should betray him why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor 
This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and bare what was put therein. Here's, here's the first thing that I want to give you about Judas. There, there are people here this morning that, that, and those that will listen to this message. You are either guilty of being, having some traits like Judas, or you are around some Judas says. Judas is. You are being subjected to the attitude and the character of Judas. And let me tell you something. Here is one of the most, one of the, just let me say it. Judas, now get this picture, and I'm rushing as fast as I can. Judas, sitting here with all those people, this ointment's been broken out. Mary is anointing the feet of Jesus. She's anointing his feet for his burial. She's anointing his body for burial. Judas says, in the middle of all that, why couldn't this be used for some other purpose? This is a waste. Mary's worship was called a waste by Judas. Judas, or Jesus, called Mary's anointing worship. As a matter of fact, it was such a big deal that Jesus said, anytime the gospel is preached, this story needs to be told. You get, listen, be careful ladies and gentlemen, that in the middle of worship, in the middle of the Spirit and the anointing of God moving in, your, in, a, in, in, in the service or even in your life, you need to be careful that you don't refer to it as a waste of time. You need to understand that because you were not raised as a Pentecostal or a charismatic or whatever you might call yourself that you don't agree with all the lifting of hands and all the worship and all of that be careful that you don't call it a waste because what you are calling a waste Jesus is calling it worship You see, and when, when we're going to see that Judas was there, but it didn't change him. Listen, when worship can't change you, you've got a problem. That's the reason that we spend time in worship. That's the reason that, that we talk about worship so much, because in the middle of worship, that's where people's lives are changed. But when you look at worship as waste, then worship will do you no good. That's the reason that all of that time that Judas was sitting in the middle of that atmosphere, the atmosphere could not change him because he considered the atmosphere as a waste of time. Oh, 
Why don't y'all sing that song one more time? You done sung it 50 times. Make it 51. I don't know why I'm saying all this, but I want you to get what I'm saying. Listen, worship. Worship can never be considered a waste. Mm. So, let, let me, I'm fixing to close. Judas considered worship a waste. Number two, Judas was familiar with Jesus, but Judas did not know Jesus. There is a danger, ladies and gentlemen, and this is a big one. There's a danger of becoming familiar with Jesus, but never knowing Jesus. People have become familiar with railroad crossings that have been killed by an oncoming train because the train changed schedule and because they were familiar with crossing that track, they never slowed down. I had a friend years ago, and I'll never forget this as long as I live. <clears throat> we lived just a few miles from a rail crossing. It was on a country road. Back in the woods, that's where we always lived, back in the woods. But there was a rail crossing on this country road. This friend of mine had just gotten a brand new motorcycle. And he was trying it out. And he was wide open coming down that country road. Grew up two miles from that rail crossing. But what he didn't know that day is that the 10 o'clock train was one hour late. He popped over the hill going so fast there was no way to stop. He hit a train car broadside. I'll never forget it as long as I live. He lost his life. Because he was so familiar. Ladies and gentlemen, and I want to I want to I want to get this across to you real real good. <clears throat> One of the things that that almost destroyed me was that I was so familiar with church. I was so familiar with God. I was so familiar with being around people of God that I had never had an encounter with Jesus. Listen, Judas was familiar with every aspect of the ministry of Jesus, but it never changed him. We need to beware that our familiarity does not cause us 
to disregard the move of God. The Bible tells us in the book of Matthew chapter 13 that Jesus went into Nazareth, which was his hometown. And the Bible says that this same Jesus that had done miracles went into his hometown and could not do any hardly mighty works because the people couldn't get past this is Jesus, the son of Joseph, the carpenter's son. I'm afraid today that one of the greatest things that's hindering many people in churches today across this nation is that we're so familiar, we're so familiar with Jesus, but yet we, we don't have a relationship with him. <clears throat> the second thing is that Judas saw Jesus but yet was blind. Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4 tells us that the God of this world, little g, has blinded the minds of people so that they can't come to the glorious light of the gospel and be saved. You can be around it, you can be close to it, you can watch it with your eyes and never come to a reality of understanding it. <clears throat> Number three, Judas misunderstood the mission and purpose of Jesus. Not only did Judas misunderstand the mission and purpose of Jesus, but the other disciples did as well. What are you saying, Pastor? I believe that the reason that Judas betrayed Jesus is because he didn't really think that they would crucify Jesus. Judas had the, had the mindset that Jesus was a revolutionary. Judas thought that Jesus was going to be the one that was going to stand up and cause a revolt against the Roman government, and Israel was going to be set free. The other disciples felt that as well. Listen, understand the mission and purpose of Jesus. The mission and purpose of Jesus was not for you to have money in the bank. <clears throat> The mission and purpose of Jesus. Jesus did not come and die on the cross so that you could have a, di a demon on every finger or a diamond on every finger. Men said amen to the first one, and the lady said, good correction there, Pastor, it's diamonds. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking about the mission and purpose of Jesus. Jesus came so that we could be saved. Jesus came, his purpose for coming was to break the power of bondage of sin from over my life. Jesus is Jesus. If I'm sitting on a street corner with a cup out begging money, Jesus is Jesus. If I'm sitting in a mansion with millions in the bank, he's still Jesus. 
And I'm about stripped of gear here, but I'm going to preach this message because I know somebody needs to hear what I'm saying. G, uh, Judas <clears throat> misunderstood the mission and purpose of Jesus. If you don't understand the mission and purpose of Jesus, you'll get frustrated because Jesus doesn't do what you think he should do. That's the reason that that's important. There are people today that are not in church because they prayed for God to fix their marriage and their marriage wasn't fixed because they've got a demon as a husband or something like that that wouldn't listen to God and all that. And so now they're mad and they're not going to come back to church. There are people today that are angry with God because somebody in the church didn't speak to them on Sunday morning. Somebody didn't visit them while they were sick. Listen, if I understand the mission and the purpose of Jesus, there will nothing that you can do that will cause me to turn my back on my Savior. <clears throat> if I understand, if I understand the mission and purpose of Jesus, there is nothing that the devil can throw at me that will cause me to look at my brother and, and get hatred in my spirit about him. There is nothing that the devil can do that will cause me to back away from my God because I understand that he came whether I'm filled or whether I'm empty, whether I'm up or whether I'm down, whether I'm healed or whether I'm sick. It doesn't matter. The mission was to get me out of my sin. The purpose was to set me free from sin that I could live forever with him. Listen, the other thing is that Judas was around Jesus, but yet Judas lived a double life. You can be, you can be around the one who is called life, but never experienced life. I thought about... <clears throat> this this morning there's a difference in me working and doing things that will add years to my life there's a difference between me adding years to my life and adding life to my years you see what Judas was doing by taking money from the bad bag was that he thought he was building himself a little cubbyhole to add things to his life. But what he needed to do was add life to his years. See, because without the blessing of God, it doesn't matter what you possess. Without the anointing of Jesus, it doesn't matter. And I told you I was going to close, and I'm Landing the plane. Number five is Judas. <clears throat> Judas followed the anointing, but the anointing didn't follow Judas. Mm. Mm. 
Judas followed the signs and wonders, but the signs and wonders didn't follow Judas. Could have been because he was living a double life. So let me ask you this morning, are signs and wonders following you? Are, are you following signs and wonders? Oh, they're having revival down here. That, that's signs and wonders going on down. I'm going to go down there and get that preacher to lay hands on me. Pastor Phillips, he, he just, I walk up there and he just walks past me and don't ever touch me and all that. This preacher down here, he's laying hands on people. They've fallen out in the floor and all that and signs and wonders. I'm going down there and get me some signs and wonders. Nothing wrong with that. But you order, is order a word? You, you should be, you should be a sign and wonder all by yourself. <clears throat> and we'll move on. Judas followed the anointing, but the anointing didn't follow him. The last thing, Judas failed to recognize the cost of the choices that he was making. In the book of Mark, chapter 8, verse 36 and 37, the Bible says this, What shall a man gain if he should gain the whole world and lose his soul? Judas was working for the now and not the hereafter. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you this morning that life is short. And if I was so concerned about the now, I would probably be fishing somewhere this morning because that's what my wife would make me do. If we didn't go to church, we'd be fishing. I would not. Listen, if I was so concerned about the here and now, I would not waste my time coming to church. The Bible says this uh, in 1 Corinthians 15, that if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we would be of all men most miserable. But it doesn't stop there. It says, but because he has raised from the dead. You see, <clears throat> there is... Absolutely nothing wrong, and I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's awesome. I love to see people work. I love to see people earn their way. Make your money. Provide for your family, sir. You need to do that. Provide for your family. Make sure your children are clothed and fed and all that. That is good. This nation was built by the hands of men and women that were willing to work and labor. But we have evolved into a culture of people that are so concerned about the right now that they've lost sight of the hereafter. And that attitude has crept into the church that the church is more concerned about getting a blessing right now 
getting provision right now that we are understanding that if I don't get my brother born again, he's going to die and go to hell. If I don't get my children to turn from their sin, they're going to die and go to hell. I, I'm not worried about uh, having them money in the bank. I am more concerned about them knowing that Jesus Christ is the Lord of their life. Judas was driven by the right now. I want this right now. And he failed to recognize that the choices that he was making was going to determine the hereafter for him. All right. I, I, I'm closing. So I want to close with this. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 27 and verse 3, and I'm not going to read it, but the Bible says that in Matthew 27 verse 3 that Judas, after they had crucified Jesus, Judas took those 30 pieces of silver back to the people that he got it from and threw it down on the floor. Judas was willing to sacrifice his relationship with Christ for a few pieces of silver that at the end of the day, that that he sacrificed became nothing. It became valueless. It became just a clanging, empty clanging of money that could do nothing for Judas. Can I tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, and I know this has been a different message, but I'm challenging you today that in 2021, it is time to make a decision either to follow Jesus or move on. If you're not going to follow him, you need to recognize there's going to be a, 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 a cost for that decision. What Judas had invested three years in, taking money out of that bag, at the end of the day, it became the very thing that he threw it on the ground and said it's of no value. It is doing me no good. It has not produced any joy in my life. It has not produced any happiness. I am, I am broken. I am beaten down. I am lost because I sacrificed the very one that could change my life for a few pieces of silver. And today I have nothing. I am broken down and I am beaten down and I'm lost without God. That's the reason that I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, today that there are lessons in Judas's life that we need to pay attention to. And I want to just kind of stick this in. I don't know if we'll come back to this or not. But I started out by telling you about what my dad always said, keep your spirit sweet. See, everybody, all of us, 
can either identify with these characteristics of Judas or we can identify them in people that we're around. So I want to close with this. If you're here this morning and you say, you know what, Pastor? I recognize that I've been around Jesus a lot, but I've never really connected with Jesus. And we could go on down the list. But then there are those that are here this morning that you are around a Judas. You are around people that, that act, that have those traits like we just talked about. And they're about to drive you over the edge. They're about to cause you to cuss. Oh, I know. Y'all, y'all all holy and righteous and all that. And that would never even be a thought in your life. But they're about to cause you to lose it. Are you ready for this? Your Judas can be used by God to get you to your purpose. I, I tell you, that's just that's another that's another message. Jesus would have went to the cross regardless. But Jesus gave Judas every opportunity you could imagine to change. But Judas refused to change. So Judas became the tool that brought Jesus to his purpose. So don't worry about your Judas. Just worry about your purpose. Amen. Would you stand with me, please? I'm going to ask the worship team, if you will, to come. <clears throat> because I can't give you a message like that without giving you an opportunity to make a decision. I wonder what it would have been like remember a few weeks ago we talked about Peter and how Peter denied Christ some Peter Peter did basically the same thing that Judas did he denied Peter denied Jesus Peter uh, Judas betrayed Jesus but I wonder what it would have been like had Judas right before he reaches out to embrace Jesus Right before that kiss of betrayal, Brother Larry, Judah stops. And all of a sudden, all the memories begin to come back.
all the scenes from the Lazarus tomb, blind Bartimaeus, all those scenes, the woman caught in adultery begin to play back in Judas's mind. And right as he's in the motion to betray Jesus with a kiss, he stops. He said, I've been wrong. I was wrong. I've denied you. I've stolen from you. I've done all these things, but I was wrong. I'm sorry. And the mercy and grace of Jesus would have embraced that human being in all of his sin and all of his failure. Jesus would have embraced him and brought him close to himself and loved him. See, but Jesus can do nothing in my life nor your life until I repent of my failure and ask forgiveness. That's when God begins to move in my life. But as long as I think that I've got it covered up and nobody knows, nobody really knows what I'm thinking. Nobody really knows about my secret life. But can I tell you, Jesus does. See, I, I, and I know this is going to be a broad saying, but, but I'm afraid that, that a lot of us have 30 pieces of silver. So here's the thing. Go ahead and play, guys. Here's the thing. Maybe it's time for those of us that have been around Jesus, that have heard Jesus and all that, maybe it's time for us to become real and say, you know what? I've got to get right. I don't want to be guilty of being around the anointing never know the anointing. I don't want to be guilty of being around the miracle worker and see all the signs and wonders. I want to be, I want to be a sign and wonder. I want to know that I've got a relationship with Jesus. That at the end of the day, I don't have to throw my 30 pieces of silver down at some man's feet in disgust, busted and broken. But I want to know that at the end of the day, I can take the crown off of my head and lay it at the feet of Jesus and hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant.